Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games that people love and why they love them. And today... We're in Texas. We're in Texas. Guys, well, not today, we're not in Texas. No, but we're recording this intro I just want to make sure fact. we're not lying to them. That'd be horrible. That'd be really mean. We're just lying. Guys, we're in Austin. Come hey, guys, on, visit us. Guys, we're in us. Austin. Yeah, come find and us. And we're just not there. We're not there. You didn't find us. No, guys, today's episode we recorded down at the ATX Television Festival when we were in Austin, Texas. And we're recording... Uh, with a couple of friends of ours, Brett and Alex from Forever Dog. Good friends. Good friends. Good friends. Real good friends. friends. Real friends. Real friends. Definitely. Just, if you repeat it, it's true. Definitely real friends. Definitely they're real. Definitely we know where they're from and their last names. Not just voices in our heads. I mean, you guys hear these voices too during this episode, right? <laughs> if you do, then thank God. But yeah, they're our friends. Uh, Brett and Alex are great, and we sit down to talk about one of our favorite games of the last decade, Bioshock Infinite. It's fantastic. Bioshock is a fantastic series. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, if you played Bioshock 1 or Bioshock Infinite, and I don't maybe Bioshock 2, but who really who really cares about I mean, about people play I mean, we don't want to like... I don't, don't want to say... Don't, we want to say it's, We just didn't play it. We didn't like it as much. It's exactly like Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers Three, and then also Super Mario Brothers Two was also in there. But it's not really. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, it's fair. fair. You know, it's a good game. It's on the same level. But guys, uh, we recorded this uh, with Alex and with Brett down at Podcast HQ at ATX Television Festival. Professional. So professional. Very professional. But you're going to hear some ambient noise in the background of this one because we were just in like a. A, a, I don't know, like a foyer of a fancy hotel. The best way you can listen to this podcast is to pretend you're snooping, like you're enjoying a coffee by yeah. yourself, and you're yeah. sitting at a table over, and you're listening to our conversation. Exactly. You snoop, yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. You you're dirty snoop. <laughs> Enjoy this conversation as though you're eavesdropping on something you don't need to know about. No, oh, but sit there interested and love the story, because exactly. it's pretty good. Because <laughs> it's great. We love the game. We love Brett. We love Alex. Uh, so let's just jump into it, Keith. This is Bioshock Infinite, and this is New Players Join. Name a video game. Any video game. <laughs> I, Fallout. Yeah, that's a game. Was yeah. probably one or um, which one? Four. The newest one. Four. Yeah, four. Uh, and I, I did. I've played a lot of the Uncharted games. Yeah, yeah you're saying that. So I haven't played the new one though. Ah. Okay. I played all the other ones and. I love them. They're like yeah. the perfect video game for me because it's not too world heavy, which is weird that we're going to be talking about Bioshock. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> like the oh, the ultimate world of worlds. But it, um, but yeah, it's like it has nice narrative, but it's also I can't get lost in the story. It's very yeah. like you just run to the end of the it's maze. Linear, it's very linear. linear. I'm surprised though that you like it that much because you're you very you love fantasy and sci-fi. I do, but I also and like no like I've never seen you as like a sort of Indiana Jones genre kind of guy. Well, maybe Brett, I'm a little more complex than you 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 think I am. Nah, get really not. Get You just tear him apart, Alex. You already give Alex a wizard and some time travel and give me a wizard. There was nothing. Give Alex a wizard. It's the name of. My, He's occupied for weeks. <laughs> sequel to Show Me a Hero. Well, first of all, me. if you gave me a wizard and or time travel, I'd be occupied for the rest of my life. Are you guys talking about a genie or a wizard? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Who's to out. say? Uh, who's to say? Do you remember that part in, uh, in Lord of the Rings where Gandalf was like, here are your three wishes? And then Frodo was like, I wish for you to be free. I wish for eagles to take us I all wish away. That, yeah. I wish away. that was the thing. Like, wizards had 
the ability to give Grant wishes. I mean, why don't they? They do. They're just choosy. Yeah. Yeah. They, I, they have, like, a weird integrity that's also kind of pretentious, where they feel like, I don't feel like they can take shortcuts yeah. like that. Like, there has to be, they have, some, they have to suffer. They have, yeah. Can we yeah. talk about how Gandalf shot off fireworks in the first movie? Yeah. That's one of his powers, <laughs> just yeah. fireworks. Remember his jig? He oh, was, yeah. Was like, he was just a traveling fireworks salesman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, stay that. Gandalf's yeah. a He actually is, because yeah. he's going around smoking weed selling fireworks <laughs> to small people. <laughs> And, no, then, and then by the middle of the second movie, he shows up. He's like, "I found religion." Everybody's like, "Not <laughs> as fun." Right, right. That he's the most powerful entity in the world. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to see a prequel where, like, an alternate reality prequel where we just stay in Hobbit Town and it's like Hobbit Town. Gandalf, there and like, a name there's like a little there's problem that Gandalf has to solve, but it's so low stakes. It's like somebody's like stealing pies from the bakery or something, <laughs> and then like he's got to get to so the bottom funny. of it. That's uh, so funny, like a detective series starring yeah, but, Gandalf. But like Miss Marple, or like very low, right. st- very Such low stakes. Yeah. All right, get on a BBC. Anyway. <laughs> Balls in your court, HBO. <laughs> I'm gonna jump look. In I'm on an ideas that. guy. I can't follow through. Though. I have no follow through. Hey guys, welcome to New Players. Join the podcast about video games that people love and, and why they, they love them. them. Nice, Keith. There nice. we go. In uh, sync, everyone. Guys, Great we're here band. in Austin at the ATX Television Festival, uh, where we've interviewed. Tons of famous Tons celebrities, of famous people. But we've left the most famous of all. <laughs> That's exactly right, baby. Uh, You've come to wallow in obscurity <laughs> at the very end of the festival. Hope you guys like fame. <laughs> Here the we show, are. The show, show fame. fame. Happy like show. the show fame because we, we were like on the it. show fame because we didn't have nothing to do with that. Uh, guys, we're joined by uh, by the men behind uh, really the entire. Uh, sound production here at the festival, <laughs> as far as I can tell. Uh, two of the three founders of Forever Dog, correct? Yes. That's yeah, correct. Joe's yeah. back in New York. What's up, Joe? Joe's dead. Jo- wow. wow. He yeah. did have to attend you a funeral this you weekend. Waited oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, that's you waited until just Whoops. now to tell us he was dead. <laughs> he, actually, wow. he died like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> he killed someone so he could attend their funeral so he didn't have to come to the festival. It's a very complex Fair. thing. Yeah. This yeah. Is all, He's on the I'm, lam. I'm just going to say it. It sounds made up. <laughs> it is. It 100% is. But guys, we're joined by two of the founders of Forever Dog. Mr. Brett Boehm and Alex Ramsey. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for having us. And yes, thank you. Brett, thank you. Alex, what are we talking about today? What game are we talking about? Oh my about? god. Um, so the game that we want to talk about because there's Alex and I have a have have an age difference. Mm-hmm. So okay. I am as, as many significantly older Brett's than Alex. Brett's sixty. Okay. I'm fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and our company uh, yeah. takes place in my basement, and, um, <laughs> all right, which sorry. makes it incredibly strange. I'm a, I'm a hot teenager. Um, I love podcasting. It's opened up a whole new possibilities for me as a six year old man. I love that he went. I'm a hot teenager joke, and you're like gonna whiz right past that. <laughs> also, Alex, way to label yourself hot, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna put that out in the universe. Alex's favorite joke is just calling himself hot. I love it. Yeah. I think it's so funny. Yeah. So, go ahead. Uh, so we uh, we, we kind of went back and forth on like what game would we? Because we want to do separate games. We wanted something that we we had a shared experience of. That's right. Um, and our first swing at it, Alex was like, "What about World of Warcraft?" And I was like, "What about a boy and his blob?" And we're like, "Oh fuck! All right, there's <laughs> We've got a gap to There bridge. is no Uh-oh. yeah. Uh, and so, but we realized that there was a game that we both played together. Um, it was uh, probably like three years three ago. Years uh, right, actually, the podcast network was just hadn't even really officially started yet. Yeah. Uh, our company started as a theatrical production company. We would do like live comedy and plays in New York, and um, 
transitioned it uh, into a podcast network in 2016. So this was probably somewhere around there. Uh, Alex and Joe had come out to LA uh, and we were going to have this big work week where it's like, all right, we cleared our whole schedules. Yep. We're going to sit down. We've got a whole itinerary. We've got a big agenda of things to do. Uh, but day one, like, I wanted a little <laughs> icebreaker. And so I had just started playing this game uh, that I knew... I knew Alex would love it. I just knew, like, I knew that from the first moment of it, I'm like, Alex would love this. I also knew it was, I knew it was going to be like a Pandora's box of, like, yep. once we open this, there's no getting it back in the box. What is yep. the name of this game? The name I of the game. Scream. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking scream. I asked you what the name of the game was, like, five minutes ago. Okay, so, just but, tell me what the fucking name of the but game first, is. When I was Everybody like, wants to let know. Let me take you back when to I 1992. Would, <laughs> back uh, in the turn of the century. <laughs> Here's my life story. Holy shit. I'm so afraid to ask you another question. We're going to murder you. We're gonna we have murder so much you. preamble in us. Say it, bro. Uh, what game are we talking about? All right, so the name of the game is Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. Never heard of it. The third installment in the Bioshock series, or I guess third sort of main installment in the Bioshock mm -hmm. series. Um, and Alex, what happened? I, I just, I didn't yeah. tell you anything. I turned on the game, I gave you the controller, and I said, just just enjoy this. Yeah. You're, you're not a gamer, right? You wouldn't clarify yourself as a gamer? You're I wouldn't like, let's try this, or what was Yeah, it? I wouldn't clarify myself as a gamer. Uh, I, I have an Xbox, I got a bunch of games. I was more into it as a kid. Uh, NES, Sega Genesis, PlayStation sure. was my like lineage, uh, and um, I wouldn't say I'm a gamer, but I do really like video games. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I, I, I've always had like a video game console, and I, but I really only play like the big games. Like the next one I want to get is uh, God of War. I haven't, yeah, I haven't oh, played yeah. that yet, um, but I, I, I have it just for like games like that. Nice. Actually, the last game I played was I uh, Battlefront Two. Actually, not yeah. Battlefront Battle. The World War One one, yeah, Battle Battlefront. Battlefront, yeah, that was great. But I get it, and I like kind of once every like three months, I'll spend like two weekends just like nonstop, nonstop playing a game. Yeah. So yeah, so it really just started out that we played. I, I started playing it, and Bioshock Infinite opens up where That's you amazing. are Dewitt, and you are sitting in a rowboat. Yep. Just like going towards off this the coast light, of Maine. off the coast of Maine, in like <laughs> you in, guys read the Wikipedia. Did you know anything about this game? <laughs> I'm reading off my in? phone well, right now. I had played right around the time that, because um, I played Elder Scroll, I played Oblivion, Oblivion a lot, right. and like Morrowind. But you didn't Oblivion. know Battle. You didn't know the first one. Or well, the second one. The, it, it kind of, the first one was kind of around that same time. Yeah. So I remember a friend would, used to play it, and I would be so it was so scary. Yeah. That I was like, and the, and but I knew I loved that aesthetic in the yeah. world that they were building. I right. think the first one was like 1960s. Yeah, yeah, it's like The Shining yeah. underwater. Yeah, it's like so a so when old I hotel so when I saw that it was literally Bioshock Infinite. I I remember hearing that it's like literally about an American dystopia in the sky. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like. Jesus, that is after wizards. It goes wizards, American <laughs> dystopias <laughs> in the sky, in the sky. Uh, and sorry, time travels in there somewhere. But yeah, yeah, so we, I just started playing. <laughs> well, it's Bioshock and, Infinite, so time travels right in there. Oh my god! I mean, this is this is Alex's game. I knew it right away. This is like my game because then it also has about like religious fundamentalism yeah. and like cults and it's it just had and, let's just oh, say what I, it is it's conservatism in the sky exactly. that's what that's yeah, what yeah. it is it's yeah, like yeah. it's like, up, it's like alex has his own uh conservatist cult i am I am, right. a cult. Yeah. I am a very popular cult leader um and a very specific version of like a very specifically american version of like fundamentalism and yeah. cultism well, that like american presents itself it presents itself as like optimism and ingenuity right. and like industry and progress and, and then, not racism right. and uh religious tyranny and totalitarian right. like a radical so how far into the game did you play until you're like stop i have to show alex this uh it's like 30 seconds really yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean no <laughs> just, just the cold the cold open yeah honestly it was wow. like it was um because uh, you're in this rowboat you get this cryptic message from the two people in the rowboat, uh, bring, bring us, us the, the girl, girl and, and wipe away, wipe the, away dead. the dead. 
Uh, you go up to the top of the lighthouse. <laughs> you the you, you coordinate this like musical chime sequence, mm-hmm. and then suddenly the sky opens up. <laughs> you yeah. shoot up into the sky, and then the whole, which is re- really a cool thing for Bioshock to do because coming out of the first two, I knew nothing about Infinite. I was like, all right, we're going back downstairs. Yeah, it's down a fucking claustrophobic, water. you know, hotel under the sea. <laughs> and uh, and then that initial moment where you, ex- uh, you know, Dude, ascend above the clouds so and it opens up. Good. and be- Like, the developers might as well take a yeah. picture of themselves giving you the bird when the opening sequence yes. is happening. They're like, yeah. this is so yeah. fucking phenomenal. And I, mean, I love Songbird to- or the middle thing? Oh, the Songbird <laughs> flipping you off. Songbird, I'd argue that Songbird is the best villain in any medium of the past 20 really, years. Really oh. funny villain. We'll and it's really emotional. We'll get that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love to the... Um, but that moment also, like, implicates you because your first impression is, like, this is gorgeous. Yes, this is beautiful. Exactly. You fall it's for it like, instantly. Yeah, it's like Funny Games or something, the, the movie, where it's like the, you're implicated in these horrible acts. Just by enjoying it. Just by enjoying it, mm-hmm. yeah, which is su- such a brilliant thing. But, and, if, yeah. but if I remember correctly, like... When you get there, the city's like abandoned, right? Like, no, it, no it's filled with people. When, like it's oh, an actual it, society. But then, is there a on. moment when that like it flips, flips yeah. and then you're yeah. just kind of? Do you walking. remember when the tears start open? The, when the, I, it's one of the tears. When right? the tears. No, no, no. What? It's when you do something. Up. They ask you to do something. Do you guys remember I what do. that is? I do. What is it? Oh wait, no. I remember there being like a an, like an incident. They There's give you they give right you an the apple and you have a choice. Is it an apple or is it a baseball? A, ba- a baseball. Oh, you have to stone the um, interracial, interracial couple. couple. Yeah. yeah, they're asking yeah, yeah. like, "Welcome, like here, take yeah. a shot at these interracial yes. couples." And you, you have... can throw it at the couple, or you can throw it at like the police officer. You can throw it at the officer for asking. You what to do an insane so. choice! Because literally up to that point, there has been no indication. I remember when You're that like moment happened. Carnival. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." When that moment happened, I was like, "You know what? It's like well, it's like it's it's like the World's Fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The Columbian Expedition. The Titanic should be there somewhere. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and what an amazing thing because you're like they did such a good job on it too because it's not like in a lot of these um, larger RPG games I'll get like like in Fallout I got very bored in Fallout it was so bleak and sometimes when you're just like wandering aimlessly for a long time and there's not really much to like there really wasn't much to do there wasn't much point. to do but the thing that was so interesting about this game is I, I felt like I was like sightseeing yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know like I yeah. was legitimately like oh look how insane there's like that a is. Coney Island it's like, basically it's, it's, there's like a whole seaside area there's like fair games and like and they did yeah. such a good job of not making it just this like incomprehensible like future thing yeah and it's like even though it takes place in the what 1912 yeah and but then all these multiple time jumps. But all yeah, these time no. jumps. But then, um, yeah, I just, I, I was like, I could literally for probably the next couple hours just run around this city and just kind of like. So so this is something I want to talk about. And uh, it might be weird because we've got a panel of four uh, white dudes here. Hey. How long did it take you to become uncomfortable in, uh, in Columbia, the floating city? Because looking back on it, yeah. we're talking about like, oh, you know, you walk around. It's like this carnival setting. It's like the early 1900s. It's just like. Oh, this is colonial. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is this is weirdly historic, but like the first time you see a, a person of color, it is in a violent setting, yep. and it is real. It, it is, is really like, disturbing. Well, yeah. that was it. That was yeah. the moment because yeah. I didn't, I did not know that going into it. I yeah. had yeah. no idea about like the racial politics of this world in yeah. any capacity. So like, because then it gets, it got into something that I've always found, like, really... It, it got, like, that kind of, like, southern, gritty Cormac McCarthy-like strain yeah, in it as yeah, well, yeah. and I was just like, 
it, that moment was just absolutely horrifying, and it's just, just go, super fucking. It, it's yeah. super fucking that crazy. Feeling it, of going from a game of like, ooh, this is really beautiful, to like, oh, I'm surrounded by fucking chaos, and this is right. horrifying. And I feel sick, yeah. like mm -hmm. watching this. Yeah. And um, well, this is like the dilemma of like these really deep intellectual elements to video games is that like I loved the themes the entire time yeah. and like but you're not reading a book you are right. fucking running around you're the guy e doing you're it you're the guy yeah so there's this constant again from that beginning moment there's this constant sense of being implicated in it even if you're you know the plot sort of changes based on where we're at but like you know even if you're the protagonist and you're trying to bring down this like racist and imperialist you know kind yeah. of sky government um <laughs> you're still it's, it's a game it's, i say that it's, sentence it's, all the time <laughs> yeah it's uh it's like play and so you know i i don't know there's 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 it, it's an it's it's not a question that ever resolves itself i never felt fully comfortable playing it because yeah. of as fascinating as i was i was Fascinating enough to keep going, but there's always a level of discomfort, which is probably to some extent the point. If it makes you feel any better, you're killing all those racist, horrible people. It's true, which is yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then yeah. there's also an element of fear to it, like just like in the other games. Like yeah. I remember, like being it's such a warped, scary world yeah. as well. So I remember feeling yeah. discomfort and just like when it's nighttime and I'm like playing this at night, like it's really creepy. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and that just. I hadn't played a game like that, to be honest. Right. I, so I, I, that's the hook was just, and it had kind of, you know, it has that like J.J. Abrams strain of mystery to it, like yeah. this yeah. massive scale mystery. Yeah. Like it starts out with like, come on, like you're in a boat on a lighthouse, you end up in the sky, you're like what's going on? Who is this guy? Who? It, it wasn't he like part, like an ex? I was reading that he was ex like a detective, ex like Pinkerton, Pinkerton yeah. detective, which yeah. is the coolest thing. I know the Pinkerton detective agency is just and the best and the thing ever. that I love the most about these games is that like it gives like most of these kinds of games, it gives you the opportunity if you want to learn know more about the world, you can seek yes. that out. Right. So this is one of the best things that the Bioshock series does. It gives you these recordings that you can pick up along yeah. the yeah. way, yeah, yeah. and you can listen to the stories as told by the people in them. So it's not just exposition, it's a wonderful character development as you go through the world. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it's like uh, an oral history kind of as it's yeah, exactly. unraveling. Yeah. Uh, what better for two podcast uh, company yeah. founders to like than an oral history as told by a miniature podcast throughout the entire game? It's, yeah. I have to admit, I, I, I listen to a lot of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, it All gets to a point where it's like you know you want to just like keep the the game the momentum of the game going but they're so well done they're like so interesting yeah uh yeah i was like to a, a lot book. of those little yeah it felt like yeah. a book in a lot of ways that like i i wanted to understand what was happening that's like thing. more yeah. you know yeah, yeah. like you just felt like something horrible it felt like i was reading about our historical event like yeah, yeah something exactly. horrible is happening here i want to figure out how they got to this point um well how much of the backstory did you guys get playing through it the first time um, I think it was it was very casual. We we would like kind of go around and when we found one of those things, mm -hmm. it would be literally like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Sweet, bro. Like, Yo, Brett, like check this out. Mm -hmm. So wait, so before we, you know, before yeah. we continue on with the game, like what was it like? You guys were taking turns or were we playing yeah. chapters or what was it like? You yeah, die think, and then pass the controller over. I think it was die and then bit pass it over. Yeah. Um, so you guys watched the whole played and watched the whole game together. I think yeah, per, I, you, I think, you get that most people don't. Do that, so that's no. like an intense, yeah. intimate experience. You're weirdos. You're <laughs> fucking weirdos. But you guys would consider yeah. yourselves like not necessarily huge gamers, but you guys experienced probably one of the best games that come out in a long time together. For together, yeah. and has not only is it just a fun first-person yeah. shooter, it has an it amazing story. It, it really does. Friendship that you guys create. But I also feel like we we're the kinds of people that once we get locked into a game, we obsess about it. We yeah. like won't. Yeah. We're we're very obsessive in that way. Particularly yeah. like big worlds with complicated 
plots, dense wizards. narratives, lots of characters, wizards. Sky City. I mean, we're obsessed with, gotta be Sky um, City. Wizard. <laughs> we're obsessed with Lost. You know, we're obsessed yeah. with like a lot of like a lot of that like big Ambition. world creating. We really yeah. fall into. Um, Got real, and, uh, real sucked but, in by but, Westworld season one. Uh huh. Yep. We yeah, did. Yeah. And yeah. It's, against it's, our better uh, judgment. Yeah. I mean, we, we like all, that's the test to be honest, because I don't really. I don't have a lot of fun watching Westworld. Me neither. <laughs> to me, there's no, like... I feel like most people don't. No, like, they're it's like, so we joy- should be watching because this. It's but- so joyless and so humorless, but the fucking, like, narrative structure just draws me in. Like, yeah. that's, that idea of, like... doing a crossword like, puzzle at Yeah, because I really love mysteries where you know there's no, like, final answer. It's sort of like they're... It's about the enigma itself or yeah. about these sort of, you know, and about the human element of creating and, and like, what the need to know. That that kind of... That's why I love Lost so much. It's yeah. like, I... And I never had the complaints other people do of, like, what's it all about? I love the fact that you never know really yeah. what it's all about. And it's about the twists um, and the turns versus the... Yeah. Um, uh, but I but think, Westworld is just a little boy. But I feel like for Bi- for Bioshock, we we I think we played until you died. I think if you survive, yeah, yeah. we just did play till you die. Yeah, that's so, the right way to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we would just sit there, and we spent so much time. And then we, we had times when we were... I think we were writing a short that short film, Daniel... I think that's what we were writing. We were writing this fucking crazy, stupid. So this was before we movie. really officially started the podcast network. Okay. We were still kind of like, you know, it was just like we were just a production company. And we did like plays, but we we're also trying to do short films. You're just in that point where you're yeah. trying to find you're projects, trying to do things, trying but, to do things. But I'm yeah. pretty sure we yeah. always had somebody manning the game. Yeah, gotcha. Yes. Like we that were, was important. That was numero uno. Yeah. Pretty much, like because they were like we had events where we went to the Dodgers game and we did. That's right. We did a couple things, but I remember being like, we have to go. Like, yeah. it, it was kind of like yeah. that. Um, when Jesse and I work together, we usually play games. It's usually like, yeah. we'll play Final Fantasy VII, and we'll play, pre- I'm playing Mario Odyssey right mm. now. So How's that? It's Dude, so good. It's yeah. so, Mario Odyssey is so much fucking it's fun. Joy. It's so great. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's like the same sort of thing. It's we have this intimate experience with games, yeah. which is like we can still work and talk and like still play a game. I'd like to think there was a benefit to it. I mean, there wasn't like, we didn't get to the practical stuff on our to-do list, but that stuff gets done independently anyway. Yeah. Like, we, we had the we're, chance yeah, to be together we, and like, you know, just talking, playing through Bioshock Infinite and talking through what was interesting about it, I feel like we probably learned a lot more from totally. that. It, yeah. yeah. It did, it did. What a, what a, it, it felt like we were sitting around a table talking about Lost. Like, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It had that, the scale was so massive yeah. that we, it, yeah. you both yeah. had such interest in something, which happens with a lot of people. Like, if somebody, I'm a big hockey fan, so if I meet somebody else who likes hockey, it's like, holy shit, we yeah. have a connection now. And you yeah. guys yeah. created a connection mm. together and yeah. found that connection together. And games are able to do that with people. It's fascinating. There's so much about this game. We haven't even mentioned Elizabeth. Elizabeth. We haven't oh talked about Did you yeah. guys notice uh, Elizabeth changing? Did you guys ever notice that? Throughout the course of the game, Elizabeth is changing. The hairstyles, how she's uh, dressed, how she's looked. I I have not. I feel like I need to play this game like four times to even understand. Here's the ending. Jesse had to be like, go replay it. Like, because I was like, I don't understand what There's just like happened. explanation videos. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what Somebody I mean? People explain are, it to you. It's like the end of Cloverfield. <laughs> but when well, you first, how do, you, how do you guys feel this game ended? Like, what? Should we should we jump to that? Should we try to figure out the ending before we go back? Let's talk about Elizabeth Moore. Let's okay. talk about the battles and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys have like when you're on the monorail system? Was that hard to control? What did you guys think about that? Because that's the first time I've experienced that in a first person shooter. Yeah. Um, I felt it was look pretty. It's one of those things where it's like, once you get momentum. You just sort of like I try not to over control it. It's one of those like gameplay devices where like once you get momentum, just try to like minimize what you're doing, and the kind of it'll sort (laughs) of just propel you through. Yeah, Um, but if you get all, it's like one of those. It's like um almost like a one of those old like 
cruising USA in a yeah. video game. Like when you start to over control the steering wheel, you're fucked. Yeah. You're like, you know, it's just about min like minimal effort. The less thought, the better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked it a lot. It's it was visually. It was visually disorienting, uh, but I think that was kind of the point. That's probably what it would actually be like if you're like, like, what is it? He had like a claw hand, and yeah. he's like yeah. sort of propelling himself along. Well, the that's monitor. the first weapon you use against right. everybody when you attack. That's yeah. right. That yeah, weird yeah. claw glider, which is a badass weapon. It's yeah. It's violent and satisfying. It's so violent. I mean, because that's that's the sort of double side. That's the other side of that first dark encounter where they have the interracial couple, and they all, you know, you, you're you, you know, you're supposed to like beat them to death. Um, uh, is the actual act of violence that you like even though it's against the racist guy it's so violent and it's so like you stick yeah. that claw in his face yeah. essentially and it's like uh, it's just like uncomfortable in all directions so yeah. it was like i do not agree with these guys political principles but i don't necessarily want to like right. claw, claw, claw his face, face. But that's what yeah. this game is so good at is they shoot you into the sky and like you're in this church where yeah. you start is this candlelit church with this uh with this very soft and very soothing hymnal music underneath you. Yeah. And then you come out into this open world and everything's, although you're starting to feel like there's an uneasy cultish sense to this. Don't they cleanse you, like, out of the they gate? They baptize you. Yeah, they baptize yeah. you. And listen, it's fucking weird, but, like, everything <laughs> around it, it just feels, like, comfortable and easy. And they've even got the floating uh, car with the barbershop quartet singing God oh, Only Knows. Dude. And that's oh, gorgeous. This, dude, this <laughs> game is so you, good. I wish we all, some of you, all the fans could watch this right now because we all literally took our heads away from the mic. Like, oh my oh. God, it's like the best food I've ever had. Oh, <laughs> but, whimsy. Yeah. But then, then they're like, and now here's the reality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is, I, I joke a lot with Keith that LA is just a city that painted over the Manson murders. Yeah. And that's how uh, Columbia feels in this game. It's just yeah. like, look how pretty it is. It's like, take away one, sh just strip away right. one layer of paint right. and see how much right. blood you find. Yeah. Um, going back to the uh, the sky rail. Yeah. I'm a sucker for any game that allows me to fly-ish. Like, yeah, do, uh, so that type of thing. In wizards, any, floating sky government, and like, time travel. It's all about flying. <laughs> like, like Alex's any, favorite thing. I love flying. <laughs> um... I'm like flying in, Southwest in, night, it's gonna be so crazy. I'm so excited for my flight. <laughs> um, I I love in games, like in war games, when you're able to be like like be a fighter pilot. Yeah. I love yeah. games, but not a fighter pilot pilot game. Yeah, like a part where all of a sudden it goes into a section of the game when you're a fighter. Like right. it's like it's like a novelty. Yeah. Um. So I love that. I I I thought it was. I don't rem I don't remember. The steering it, I remember it being really difficult and a lot. We died you a have, ton. You have to like, <laughs> you can speed up, you can slow down. These yeah. are all guys are all shooting at you and stuff. Right. A lot of the bosses. And one of the cool bosses, not necessarily bosses, just harder enemies in the game, is the one with the heart where basically you have to shoot them in the chest. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Like, so all these guys, so you guys probably played it like on normal or easy, and then you yes. realize like, oh, the people on expert are constantly moving, jumping on these things yeah. and have to use them to like their advantage, oh basically. So it's like, there's such a mentality, because I'm a big first person shooter, but then it gets to expert, and I'm like, this is just impossible. Yeah. This yeah, is it's crazy. I can't imagine. I mean, it's not even worth it for me, because I'm honestly in it for the, the narrative. Story. I'm yeah. in it for the story. Yeah. And so like, I want a little bit of difficulty but if it's mind-bogglingly difficult, it's like, what is the what is the point? I can't. I, can't. I don't. I don't believe in play. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not playing to see like how much with resistance. <laughs> I, I always joke about this. Like, my life is hard. I do not need to escape to something that is also hard. Yes. No, yes. exactly. I yeah. need something that is pure escapism. I wish Absolutely. it was. I wish it was 
even easier than it was when you set it to easy. Yeah. I want it to be like I just can like pull the trigger and everyone I can just bullseye and <laughs> their only weapon is your incredible slap. I just slap him in the face. If just one slap and everybody goes down. Any sports game I'm playing, if I'm like the third best player in the game, I failed miserably. Yeah. Like, yeah. It means yeah. I fucked up somewhere. I should yeah. be middling ground somewhere in sports in right. a video game. I know. Uh, what did you guys think about Songbird when you first met it? Songbird, this giant, terrifying, the giant, horrifying. It looks, eagle it's like a stuffed animal, yes. basically. I mean, add it to it the looks list. Like Sam as soon the as, 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 gonna as soon as this bird starts, like, just, like bird? the cry of the bird, uh, the song, like it was, I was just like, oh, Alex is gonna love it's this. It's beautiful, but then you're like, oh shit, the thing's coming to kill me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was just like the best call. Like, if, I always picture being in a writer's room for this like video game, and or so, or I don't even know how they write video games, but like. Somebody just, they're like, the same way you write most things, <laughs> letters. You guys you sit down right, in front of right, video right. games, you Hand talk it out your friends. It's all right. binary code. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, homing pigeon. I, all, all writings like that. And we, um, I, I was just like, what a bold choice. Yeah. Like, what an amazing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, okay, so who, who's this, like, this guardian of, was it, oh. who gonna be? Is it gonna be, like, an evil count? Is right. it gonna yeah. be blah, blah, blah? No, it's this, like, metallic bird that's yeah. been, like, programmed yeah. to, like, sense. Isn't it, like, didn't she, like, program to, like, the bird's, like, programmed to, like, detect when Elizabeth is feeling, like, uneasy and wanting to, like, it, escape or something there, like that. There is an empathetic connection between the, between yeah. the two characters, and, uh... Yeah, because oh, when, when it's gone, when it's the songbird... Spoiler alert! When the songbird dies, I was actually very emotional and sad yeah. about it, because yeah. I was just like, yeah. that's... I felt like they were both controlled. Yeah, that's yeah. how yeah, I took away from definitely. it. Exactly. It wasn't like songbird was this awful, horrible thing. It's being controlled. No, there's basically. something noble about it, and, like, and I, I also love when, uh, I mean, g movies and TV, but games, too, they take something that like if you describe it sounds kind of corny but they do it with ultimate conviction so it's like something that sort of is like again it's not like a classic villain it's no. not like you know uh, it's not like there's not the impression of like sort of wickedness or evil or sinisterness about it yeah it's kind of corny it's a big metal bird but it's done with such conviction such care and such like subtle little humanity yeah. so that that you do the payoff when it dies is like you feel something something died in a video game and you felt something and yeah. like a freakish weird thing yeah. died in a video game. i think that's like airborne and a predator yeah. you know yeah. what i mean like a thing that like can find you wherever yeah you know and it's the it, most it, threatening thing in the world but you watch it die in a way that is not only sad it is brutal it yeah. is a terrible way to die. And the way, because Elizabeth can create these tears and go through them and create things. We haven't talked about that. Now won't you listen, dearie, while I say, how can you tell me that you're going away? Don't say that we must part. Don't break my Gotta jump in, talking about the plot of this game, talking about Elizabeth before we do anything else. Okay. Do you, right. you want to do a game first and then talk about that? Yeah, let's do let's a game do a first game. and then we'll let's jump do back a game. into the plot. Let's, guys, 
It's time for How Well Do You Know Your Favorite Video Game, Bioshock Infinite oh, Edition. Oh, Jesus. This is going to be already. All right. Already and fine. everyone <laughs> skip through this. It's not going to be pretty. fine. There's a lot of questions about floating sky cities and wizards. And they're, <laughs> they're all definitely about the game. They're all totally. We, there we, are no questions that do aren't joke about questions the game. There's at all. We don't, we're not silly. They're all we're definitely going to be about Bioshock about These are definitely joke questions. I feel like. No, no, no. They're not. We just feel like they're joke questions. Question one. How many games? Oh, by the way, we should point out that you have three seconds to answer each one. It's a lightning round. Quick, 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 quick. That's okay. Okay. That's, that's, so how that's well do you know your favorite video game, Bioshock Infinite? Question one. How many guns can you carry at a time? Five. Six. Two. Two. <laughs> Question two. What character created the flying city of Columbia? Comstock. Proctor. What? What? Comstock. 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 Why did I say Proctor? Zachary Hale Comstock. talking about the fucking Crucible. Crucible. I was talking about the Crucible. <laughs> yeah, talking about the play, the Crucible. Sorry, I was thinking about the play. Right, so which? All right. Question three. What famous American hero was supposedly killed at the Alamo? Uh, Sam Houston. Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett. Question four. What is the name of the elite ruling class of the floating city of Columbia? Oh, shit. Uh, not the Vox Populi. Whatever the it's opposite, the, opposite of that is. the The Elder Scrolls. It's elder way scrolls. easier than way you think. Easier. Old guys? Almost, basically. It's close. Uh, it's the, the founders. 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 The founders. I was going to say that. <laughs> Question five: In what year did the Alamo take place? 1855. 1836. Isn't that weird that we had the same answer? It's <laughs> weird. And that I got there. I my answer. answer. You were exactly the split second not. behind. And isn't it crazy that I was first? He's like, he knows what it is. I'll pull it back. So obvious. I'm pretty sure I was first. I think I got there. Literally could hear you. Question me. What are the names of the mysterious twins who guide your character through Columbia? A. No, no, no. The first names are R's. There you go. But then isn't their last name an A? No. No. <laughs> Robert, Robert? Yes. Yep. And Red. Reggie. Red? Reggie. Red. <laughs> Robert and Rosalind Latisse. Latisse. Oh, Latisse. Latisse. Oh, Question Lattice. seven. Starts with an A, famously. Yeah. Question, Soft A. Question seven. What's eight times seven? Uh, 8, 16, 24, 32, 46. 40, 48, 56. <laughs> yeah, 56. At the exact same time. Exact same time. It's crazy. I got, crazy. I got there a little bit quicker. Weird, some weird, like... 8, 16, 24, 32. What rich person's tutor, like, taught you that? <laughs> hey, that jingle cost me 300 an hour. <laughs> Question 8. The Battle of the Alamo was part of which revolution? 1855. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's no, it's not, it's not oh. at all. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's different names for it, right? The uh, Mexican War, the War for Texas Independence. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll take that. Okay. Texas, Texas, the Texas Revolution. Texas Revolution. Okay. I, was, I knew that. I was giving him, giving him a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Question nine. What's the name of the underground rebellion that populated Colombia? Vox Populi? Yeah. Question ten. What nice. does Vox Populi mean in Latin? Uh, Voice, of, Voice the of the people. Holy <laughs> shit. I got that first. I was not expecting I did good. know that one, yeah. though. I used to teach Latin. Shut up. You asshole. <laughs> I used to teach Best Latin friends. to Best underprivileged friends. Uh, Love each other. Manatees. Have a connection with each other. Underprivileged manatees. A really futile charity. But, yeah. yeah. I lost a lot of money. <laughs> Question 11. How many Texans surrendered during the battle? Uh, zero. Five to seven. Uh, well, they. I feel like they say it's zero. That's a really interesting Why do you know point. so much about this? Um, it's interesting. It's our We're history. In Austin, Fucking dude. Idiot. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Question, uh, Question 12. What does Booker need in order to use his vigors? Oh, uh, juice. <laughs> a big glass of juice, baby. A big glass of juice. The complete opposite of juice. Salt. What's Salt. the opposite of juice? Salt. 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 <laughs> Just well, stuff you don't want to Welcome drink. to the podcast where we answer the question, what is the opposite of juice? <laughs> uh, question 13, finish this sentence. Remember the... Alamo. Titans. Titans. Sorry, sorry it's Titans. titans. <laughs> That's what... Yeah, sorry. My, uh... <laughs> 
I'm Kristen really good at that one. I'm so, I'm really so upset that I didn't get that. My cousin's in that movie. Wait, really? Yeah, he's got a, he's in the movie. He's uh, one of the football players. Wait, hold on. Kristen, Kristen laughed so loud. Just had to leave the hotel that we're in. Remember? I think she just jumped off the balcony. She just left. She walked out onto the balcony laughing and at She's like, I'm going to go out on this joke. <laughs> this has been How Well Do You Know Your Favorite Video Game? Bioshock Infinite Edition. Boys, pretty well. We did better than that was we great. Would. I did so good. You did so well. I would say you guys did exactly the same. <laughs> we, we pretty much said everything at the same <laughs> so time. Than you. I remember oh like the gist of this game and a lot of it, but then Jesse asked me all these questions. I'm like, I don't remember. I don't know. Any, I just remember it's like a dream. Okay. I can't yeah. tell you specifics. We have to go through the, the story now. Plot. Okay. The whole How are we going to do that? That All right, let me pull. Let me no, pull. no, no. Don't no, 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 no. Don't. Put that This is going to be a bloodbath. All right. It's not a quiz. Okay. It's a why am I feeling? Like, why do I feel like this is a quiz? It's not. You're doing great. Sorry. Thanks, you have guys. A C minus average, and you're doing great. <laughs> I'm passing. Okay. So, tell me what you remember of this story, because there are a lot of twists and turns, yep. and there's a lot of like you said, there are a lot of like, well, what even happens at the end? Right. Yeah. So, it, what d- is it does story? a good job of starting simple and then adding, adding, adding. So, adding. Here- so the simple, the first simple mission is you got to find Elizabeth. Right. Yeah. And it seems like the reasons are just, you're almost sort of like a bounty hunter. You're like, you know, the initial, you don't seem to have any investment in it besides like you have to pay off a debt. So you're kind of like, you're strolling into town. I just got to find Elizabeth, get it back down to Maine. Yep. <laughs> the coast of Maine. Gotta go to, get back gotta down go to, to Maine. Maine. <laughs> gotta find Stephen King. He's writing a great Maine. book around here. <laughs> yeah. The end is to find Stephen King and deliver him your story. Yeah. <laughs> at, at Comic-Con. At Comic-Con. He turns into a terrible made-for-TV movie, but go on. <laughs> Maine Comic-Con. Uh, so the first goal is to find Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as you find Elizabeth, though, and I mean, along the way, you start to see clues, clues. There's more to this world than you think there is. So many clues. Um, and then uh, when you find Elizabeth, though, and start talking to her, then it seems to shift. It seems to be like, okay... There's more to this than meets the eye. Yeah. You also start having these flashbacks pretty early on of um, in you're in like room. a, it's like sepia toned and you're in like an apartment yes. in maybe New York and, uh, or Paris, or, or, one or the Paris. Other? Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, but it's, it, I don't know. It looked too much like a metropolis. No, I'd say it's definitely Paris. New York. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and then there's you, you, I'm gonna say Hoboken, but let's keep going. Yeah, <laughs> it was famous. The whole Hoboken. game is like you're supposed to be confused until the very last exactly. second. Yeah. Yes. So what yeah, I yeah. remember, I remember that I remember it being like a mission to save Elizabeth and to return her based upon like the note that you got from the Bring Robert the and, girl and Ro- Rosalind. Yeah. But then it's kind of just a blur of just timelines smashing and different. Yeah. Alternate. Yeah. So um, different outcomes of like him succeeding in like saving. Or, or, or saving her. I just remember like flashes of like him failing and saving her from who? Uh, Com- Comstock, Comstock, right? Yeah, is the initial is, antagonist. So Comstock, right. yeah. the founder of Columbia, the yeah. guy who made this whole the thing, cultist leader. The, yeah. the yeah, backstory yeah. of Columbia is that the U.S. government commissioned this to show off what amazing technology they had to make this floating city in the sky, and it was part of the U.S. World's Fair. Wasn't it like a World's yeah. Fair thing? And yeah. then it basically went over uh, to a different, I think it was in China, and it helped fight a battle and win a battle, and people were like, oh, this is a giant battleship arsenal. And the U.S. government was like, you didn't have permission to do that. And Comstock was like, I am my own entity. I rule my own sovereign yes. state in the sky. Yeah. He has Elizabeth. It was the Boxer Rebellion. The Boxer Rebellion. rebellion. The yeah, which is a real thing. Yes. So yes. it's like, yeah, it's interesting. They tied that. into yeah. history a lot. Uh, so has Elizabeth, his daughter, locked away in a tower in which she has these tears but cannot use them in this tower. 
And this is where you find yeah. her. And so and the whole thing is, I am saving Elizabeth from her from her crazy father. Can we clarify what tears are? Tears are this uh, this little tear, like they're black and white. They're like cartoons, space yeah, time almost. continuum. That yeah. you're able to take items or things from other. Well, they are glimpses into a different time, uh, into a different timeline of the same yeah. world, and basically a different dimension that you are able to reach into or enter entirely. Yeah. So at any moment, she can create like air balloons, like anything can put water anywhere. Anything yeah. she wants yeah. to do, which is a fun mechanic to begin with for the game. To just exploit at any given time, just like, hey, here's this ammunition, hey, here's this wall, hey, here's this. But they don't explain gun. any of it. No. It just right. kind of happens. She just has this power. So, from your character's point of view, you're sent here, you're stealing her back from her evil, terrifying dad. She has magical powers, gotta get her back, that's all you care about. But then you get sucked into the world of Columbia. Yeah. Right. And from that point, Vox Populi? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's like, I remember, I remember that there was a timeline mm -hmm. where he was the martyr. Yes. Which was really interesting. Yeah. And like he had died mm -hmm. in some what's the what's he what was it? How some did kind he, of rebellion. Some type of rebellion and that was the spark that that ignited the Vox that, Populi War. Exactly. Right. That takes place in a different timeline of Columbia. Exactly. So and I and remembering that I think the end takeaway being that there's infinite iterations of how this is going and yes. and, and there are they're trying to like close the loop basically so basically uh if we skip ahead to the end so that we can talk about this a little bit more yes. in detail what we come to find at the end of the game is that booker dewitt your character is elizabeth's father yeah and is also zachariah uh comstock yeah and after uh a, after the battle of wounded knee in which booker did terrible things he sought forgiveness and he was baptized and from that moment on the timeline splits infinitely right into different versions of booker one of which becomes changes his name to comstock creates the flying city and because of all of the experimentation that uh rosalind lutis does because she is the one who creates the technology he becomes uh he becomes infertile can't have any children and decides to steal one of his children from a different timeline Ergo, Elizabeth from Booker DeWitt. And when that happens, there is a moment where I like pause and like the the game goes quiet. Yes. It yeah. slows down and goes completely yeah. quiet because yeah. they're revealing something huge, huge. because like Elizabeth beyond. is missing a piece of her pinky. Picky. Right. Yes. And so that moment of your child reaching out to you, yeah. trying to grab you, and yep. it closes on her finger and it's like, how she loses so, it. It's so fucking haunting. So fucking scary yeah. and sad yeah. and just emotional. It's and for this character who is confused as hell. Like, I'm having flashbacks. I can't really remember anything. Who are these twins showing up out of fucking nowhere and yeah. telling right. me riddles and shit? Like, what is going yeah. on? There's just, uh, from a game point perspective, that's how they justify Elizabeth, Elizabeth being the only person who can open these tears is because she's the only person that technically exists in two dimensions at the same time right. because her finger exists in another one. From a forgot about that. It's great when yeah. something like that turns out to not just be a MacGuffin, but yeah. like has real sort of emotional impact yeah. when it pays exactly. off. Yeah. yeah, because and also because it's so cool. <laughs> it is just really so cool. cool. It's so yeah. so smart. Like this is why we talk about video games because people watch movies and television shows. They don't realize like there are amazing stories and amazing yeah. plots in Absolutely. video games that people just aren't experiencing because they're like, oh, it's a first-person shooter. All I see is you killing people, and you're like, no, like. Open your mind. Like, yeah. give it a chance. So, you will find great art in it. So we're talking about this now from just a plot overview, overview point of view. But as a player of this game, as somebody who's playing as Booker DeWitt, you come to this point, and all of a sudden, all these questions begin to be answered, and the big one on your, on your mind is, what is my relationship with, with Elizabeth this whole time? And so to see that she is your daughter, 
she is the thing that was taken from you, the person you cared for, ripped out of her world and then kept prisoner in this other world. Yeah. Suddenly there becomes this drive to crush the person who did this, to crush Zachary Comstock. Because that's the whole game, is you're like, I'm going to kill Comstock. Right. There's a point where you actually see Comstock and you can let him talk, you can just fucking shoot him and just yeah. be like, dump no, you're right. like, don't you, you drown can, like, don't him you in like, a... Don't you like break his you, face? Yeah, you drown yeah, him in, like in, a, a, in, a, in a little, yeah. little pool. Yeah. You just it's, go off on him. It's the best anti-climax. Rem- it's like, and that's the moment, that is another moment too where I was like, oh, this There's game is really up to something here. Yeah. Because yeah. like, you finally get to Comstock and we, the whole time, we're like, I remember actually saying like, like we get to Comstock, it's just going to be this insane battle. Yeah, it's no. going to be like and I don't know if we're prepared peaceful, for it. Peaceful, vulnerable, <laughs> like do whatever you want to me. Bioshock like, is yeah. great at this. They did yeah. it in the first one as well. But, but the idea then becomes that well, if there's more game, what's actually going on here? And at the end of yeah. the game, what you find out is that you are Comstock, yeah. and that as long as Booker Dewitt exists, Comstock can exist, and so Booker Dewitt must be killed. Elizabeth learns to control her power as she comes to understand her power and opens up all the the potential lighthouses for you to see. And what you find out is that the Lutece twins are not twins. They are the same person taken from alternate universes. They've contacted each other to be like, we have to put an end to this. And then they've done this with a different Booker DeWitt hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of, times. of times. Yep. Yep. And you are the one so to succeed cool. guys, and decide to put an end so to it. Guys, so the last season of Game of Thrones sucked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, this is like amazing right Didn't they well, try and adapt the it? And, if, and if, I think they tried to do the, adapt the first Bioshock. Did they? I'm pretty sure like Peter Jackson or something like that like tried to do it and that it I just I would, like... I wouldn't be sure. But it failed for that reason because I think they got into a lot of arguments with the creators of the game uh, oh, and yeah. and oh I, I remember what it was I think it comes down to they wanted it to be PG-13 yeah, no, and they uh, were no. like, and they were like, "There's no, no way that you can service no. this story." That's just yeah. irresponsible. It's tons of like you're yeah. trying to talk about real issues. Right. PG-13 really, is like yeah. we don't talk about real. issues. And I'm pretty yeah. sure that was the thing that made them say like, "No deal." Yeah, like is that like you can't do the story? Just it's a mature yeah. game. It's for yeah. 17 plus. Like that makes no yeah, sense. Yeah. So, and I would say too, I think this is the best. I think the best because because that whole like Schrodinger's cat thing is like the seed of so much storytelling yeah. right yeah. now. I mean, from Infinity War to Westworld to Game of Thrones, the idea of like alternate realities, characters existing in multiple dimensions at once, uh, is just so prevalent as a storytelling device. I feel like Bioshock Infinite uses that device in better than all of those. Yeah, of I think mainstream it does too. films and movies, and I think the medium of video gaming is what allows it the space it needs to really play out those. Yeah, ideas yeah, you need and time, yeah. and you need you know, like it, we were in there for fifty billion hours. Like you know, yeah. you need. There's a lot of time. So, <laughs> having said all this, now having explored the plot a little bit, we have to talk about the relationship of the player with Elizabeth. Because mm. what did you guys think most of the time, first time you saw her? Be honest. Be honest. Be honest. Dude. You're like she's be attractive honest. or whatever. Like, just be like this attractive woman that you're like, okay. Oh uh, yeah, which like, you're like what? and then you feel like, like, oh shit, that's my daughter. Well, like halfway yeah, through. But the again, game. again, to talk about like I don't implicating you. I remember my first impression because again, it's this thing of like the game is com- constantly like implicating you in exactly. situations. You see her first as a voyeur. You see her like through yes. windows. Yeah. And like, and essentially are spying on her in, in different her parts of her life. Yeah, also think exactly. like, is this turning into a romance? Like, I was like, is this just going to yes. turn into like they're yes. just going to be together and like complete the world? And then you're like, oh shit! Like, this is a totally different way to view yes. this game now. Like, it, it, yeah. Right, yeah. this game does a great job of making you look at it from different perspectives and dropping whatever you think the narrative is exactly. at that second. That's exactly. so crazy to do. Yeah. 
yeah, I remember being like, this. it's Bioshock. There's no way that it's going to be you defeat Comstock, save Elizabeth. It's, and too, it's, 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 it's just, too linear. It's too easy. It's too linear. And, but, and the world is too complex for that. You yeah. can't build a world like that and then have it end like that. And so, then everything's fine. And everything's fine. And it was just like we found Comstock. He was in the top of the church. Yeah. And uh, I had a huge battle as he's like Rawr! got this. Yeah. <laughs> he's been doing push-ups for like yeah. ever. He's so strong. That'd be hilarious if he just walked in on him. He's like, what's up, bro? Just doing like. <laughs> he's just yoked. And he just like, he's he's so big he can't even move. Um but no wonder everybody follows you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've got great dude. Yeah, You're really hot, president, bro. I'm fucking president. I'm, I'm the right, president god. Yeah. Uh, I'm god. Uh, but um, yeah, so I, I don't, I don't remember seeing Elizabeth for the first time. I did remember being like instantly suspicious of the relationship and really? like what it would be because I was like. Because everything start, it started too easy, and it was just also they did such a good job of planting the seeds of suspicion yeah. and like yeah. throughout the game, like the tears and the uh, the twins. Got every time the fucking twins showed up, I was like, "This is all I want. Yeah, all yeah, I yeah. want is more of you talking. I just want to figure out what this fuck just is." Just opening and, a door and everything goes black, and it's yeah. just them. You're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it gets to the end, and you start to hear all of Rosalind's uh, recordings about how she built this. How she's contacted her twin, how it's like, we need to end this, didn't, and how they've done this many times. Didn't she also come up with the technology that... It's all hers. But including the, um, what, like, subdued Elizabeth's her, her power. powers, She right? built that tower for her because right. it was to subdue those powers. That's how we bring up before. Is like, did you notice Elizabeth was changing her hair and such? Like she yeah. looks, she had long hair, and towards the end, she had really short hair. And I didn't, there there. but I love that shit. That was like, yeah. do you know? Do, did you did you the see Zodiac? Uh, yeah, we saw. Yeah, I saw Zodiac. Zodiac. Yeah. Great movie. Did you know that in Zodiac, the person who the actor who played the Zodiac killer yeah. changes in every single scene? That's really interesting. What do you mean change? Like, so like the person, person? When, you, when you hear him talking on the phone, it's one person when you hear him talking on the phone again, it's another actor. Damn, and then really when cool. it's like some, when you see that. him like at, on the, the horrifying scene on the lake. Wait, wait, wait. But, oh, are you describing God. Ted Cruz over and over and over? Ted, <laughs> Ted, Ted Cruz Ted Cruz takes many forms in Zodiac. We can't I'm confirm so right glad. here on the podcast. I'm so glad we got to make that joke in Texas. <laughs> this is huge. Where it deserves Feet away made. from the Capitol. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, so same type of thing. I do love when um, because in a lot of ways, a place. So the whole idea about the Zodiac Killer is like it's 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 myth now, yeah. and, and so therefore yeah. there's so many different interpretations yeah. of who or what the killings were, who it was, and, and who, like the Zodiac Killer's elusiveness uh, is the whole exactly what, is what's so haunting about. So, but and, yeah. in a similar way, I feel like that really services the the device of you know, multiple dimensions and like things are changing and yeah. it's a very dynamic yeah. universe. Well, it's like what they're doing with Bernard in Westworld this season. Yeah. Right. It's like, Bernard you know, has some of the work. I was saying if they did not have Jeffrey Wright, like, like who's one of the best actor. actors of all time, yeah. that part would be absolutely insufferable. There are some lines that he says where I'm like, oof, that's even pushing it for Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I'm rewatching Boardwalk Empire and he's in that and it's like so freaking Oh, he plays so good. RT. RT? Uh, I don't remember his name. Right. Begins with an A. Lutis. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Was it Rosalind? Yeah. yeah. Uh, just that's go back and watch uh, HBO's Angels in America and just be like, holy fuck, Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> he, oh, also, he, was so also, good. he was also in Susan Laurie Park's the, in Top Dog Underdog Yeah. with yeah. Don Cheadle. And he played Basquiat in, the, in that, was, uh, that movie about Basquiat. Oh. Do Anyways. We, do you want to jump into our next game? Let's jump into our next game, guys. Oh, Christ. Uh, so, All right. 
commonly throughout all of uh, Bioshock Infinite, Elizabeth uses the tears that she finds to help you out and make the situation better. Yes. And so we've created a game called Tear Your Way Out of This One, where we're going to give you normal situations, and right. we're all going to try to figure out how we would use a tear to make this a lot more bearable for oh, ourselves. Great. Oh, well, this is so fun. Yeah. Okay. So, there you go. Number one. Much, much lower. Okay, state. just don't ask me about the yeah. fucking Alamo. <laughs> number one, you're at the Alamo. Uh, number one, your boss catching you coming to work late. What would you do? Kill your way out of this one. Kill your, kill your, kill my kill you with a tear? Let's follow this through with a tear. So we'd open up a tear. We'd go back to the um, the day that our boss was born. And kill him. And the then. moment that he's uh, presented to his uh, parents, so we would thing. kill the, the baby. I don't believe you can because there's no time travel that takes place no, in the tear. No, you so have to create other items travel. from things and bring them into okay. your yeah. we've already, we've already. So for, for already. example, I would uh, create a tear... And then I would just invite a bunch of rabid animals into the office and close the door. Because then <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. leave, and I'm yeah. like, he's got bigger things to worry about <laughs> yeah. than me being late to work. I think I would maybe... Well, we work at a slaughterhouse. It's our day job, so yeah. that, okay, that wouldn't that's really... Right. Yeah. That's right. That's I mean, that would still create kill, a... We, we, we see a lot of death, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of death in our lives. Anywho's, uh, yeah, no, I would... Or I would do something that would make my boss feel so bad for me. That he wouldn't, fi he wouldn't fire. Like <laughs> just create a tear and just have some huge guy come in and punch you in the me, face and the then leave. shit out of me. <laughs> Maybe I'd create a tear and like a giant, like like a UFC, like a Conor McGregor would just come in and just kick the crap out of me <laughs> so bad that like if he fired me, that would just that it would, would reflect poorly really on me. I like this. I'd create a tear and it would be my ex girlfriend and her like handsome new husband would walk through. <laughs> and I, hot when husband. he saw the look on my face and just all the all the regret washing over me. Uh, <laughs> he shit your. Pants. You know what? It's okay. Take the rest of the day off, buddy. <laughs> I would just make the Hindenburg crash again and be like, what's that over there? And just whatever. He just wants his giant blimp explode. That looks like the Hindenburg. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, crazy. Is that the Hindenburg? So 2018, crazy. and they made another one. All right. Give us another. Number two, being stuck in traffic. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I'm from L.A., so I think I should yeah. take this one. Yeah, you got to take it. I haven't yeah, driven Ale a car. Alex hasn't seen a car in eight I've years. I've just sat on the subway tracks for three hours. <laughs> can, we, can I point out something? Because I lived in New York for like seven years. When I came back to L.A., I was like, I was literally going in reverse, and it blew my mind that there were cameras in cars. Like, every single one. Yeah. Like, it fucked yeah. with me. I was like, oh, wow, I'm getting older to the point where technology's moving that far forward. <laughs> and I'm like, now cars are Don't weird worry, to me. Gonna, the world's gone and got itself in a goddamn hurry. <laughs> <laughs> um... I would open a tear like right in front of my windshield, yes. uh, and it would just be uh, the movie King Ralph playing on loop. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so you just wouldn't care about the traffic. Yeah, I just watch King Ralph. Yeah, you nice. watch King yeah. Ralph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so it doesn't solve Ralph? the traffic no. problem, but it does. Got to see King Ralph. Uh, it's really it's good. a movie about John Goodman. Uh, the entire royal family dies every single person they're, they're posing for a photograph they get the whole royal family together to pose for a photograph all the branches and everybody lightning strikes the entire royal family of England gets uh, like electrocuted dies. and dies <laughs> nice so they have to go through Peter O'Toole and John Hurt there's no reason why these guys are in this movie but they got like the cream of the British acting crop in this movie and they have to go through the genealogies and find the next heir and it turns out it's it's a hard drinking fast living John Goodman from Chicago and he flies over to England and becomes king of England it's the best. Anyways, dumbest fucking thing in the uh, world. It, what <laughs> we'll get I you through would, that traffic. What I would do, I would probably summon 
a wizard. <laughs> I don't think you know how this works. I don't. Uh, I'd summon a, to a wizard I'd, sky city. I'd government. go to a wizard convention. <laughs> and I'd, I'd go. And I would go. Wiscon. And I'd and and terrible. And I'd yeah. convince the wizards that I'm stuck in traffic and I need help. Good God, this is complicated. And, right. <laughs> we're talking about Bioshock Infinite. Nothing will ever be as complicated. I mean, their story made sense as always. <laughs> Look, guys, my time traveling wizard convention plea is a very normal story. I mean, traffic is what? An hour max? You're talking about, <laughs> you're talking about days. And I gotta, like, convince these wizards. Oh, yeah. Months. That's They're sense. wizards. They're incorrigible. I, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say I open a tear to, uh, just a giant whale that falls on every car in front of me, and then open another tear, and that whale is gone, and then just drive over the smothered cars. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. I, have I you ever seen a whale? Yeah. Like in pictures. <laughs> Yeah, and like, uh, you were like, I don't believe you. In like, uh, <laughs> like, I don't think they're real. In on like a cruise or something, like a whale watching thing. There's never, never whales on whale watching Have cruises. You been? Yeah, I did one, and there's not a fucking whale. They started showing us kelp. That's I why. Oh, that's I why. Swear to oh God. God. Listeners, listeners, well, that's why you need to get your ass to SeaWorld. <laughs> oh, we do not promote SeaWorld uh, on this podcast. Use your purchasing all. power. No. Go watch their bent fins. It's great, guys. Uh, number you need three. to get yourself to one of those Wait, fun murder. Is there pens. a podcast that's that's sponsored by SeaWorld? Oh, I hope not. That would be so funny. God, it's horrible. Anyway, uh, question three, or uh, number three, your girlfriend breaking up with you. Oof. Ooh. What would you do? I would summon Conor McGregor to there beat the shit out of me again. <laughs> In front of her. She's like, good. <laughs> She's yeah. like, you know, now I, I'm just going to leave you, but now I'm leaving you for this guy. It's, it's very weird. In this in this, in this, this game, I have twice been like, I think I've found, like, is getting the shit, do I think that getting the shit kicked out of you solves all your problems? <laughs> this is really revealing a lot about Alex. It's I would fine. Just, I would well, just do the Hindenburg again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you to no end. What would just you do? Every time. What would you do? Um... I mean, I, I just make like a make like a box of tissues appear. It's <laughs> like the only thing you make. Like, right, right. I know. I feel like this is a really small one. This yeah, is like may- a very subtle. Maybe one. you, you just, just like- take the take the L. You know, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just get you something get nice. Get your rocket ship get and some fly candy. Away. Yeah, have some Twizzlers. I, guys, I gotta go with the King Ralph one again. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think That's I would immediately really want to watch wounds. King Ralph. Nobody, yeah. nobody creates a tear to a to a dimension where she didn't break up with you and just enters that. I notice. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we still don't know how these tears work. We're, yeah, <laughs> we're we're still confused. Because <laughs> I'm pretty. Is that Ben Blacker? <laughs> he says it's not. Okay. <laughs> he, put the, he put his thumb down. Either he doesn't like himself or it's not Ben Blacker. <laughs> is that Ben Blacker? Yeah. It is. Disapproved. <laughs> um, yeah. I, 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 I'm sticking with the, the, the getting, the, getting the, the turds kicked out of me. God, yeah. you have such a lust for just Lust punish, for punishing UFC yourself. punishment. Yeah. Uh, UFC level punishment. <laughs> next one. Yet another Marvel movie you have to watch. <laughs> God. Can I just... There's more coming, guys. There's more. There's way more coming. Um, they didn't all die. That was a lie. That was just a whole lie. They're like, they're all dead. None of them are dead. I love how funny that... Because they've released the slate of upcoming movies for the yeah. next, like, five years. Yeah, yeah, I was like... I was yeah. watching that movie. I'm like, no way. Because they just wiped out a billion dollars yeah. on screen. No well, way. Know, they're not, right. I, uh, not that we're talking about this, but I, I do think that the ending of the Avengers was just meant to be, like... you. you Everybody knew it was fine, but you just needed to be executed as well as possible. It was so uh, 
Never mind. I'm not going to. We're not talking about the tear question, Alex. Yeah, the tear. Uh, this the was tear. supposed to be three seconds for your answer, by the way. <laughs> uh, uh, um, other. Uh, how do tears work? I'm going to open up a tear. I'm going to pull out a saxophone. I'm going to play a big old sexy solo <laughs> and kiss everyone Change in the, the audience. Change the future of culture. Suddenly you're not going to hear. It's going to be all saxophone movies, I'd saxophone make, universe, saxophone franchise. I'd make a hand appear that like puts two fingers up top in front of the uh, screen so yeah. people can't see anything that's going on. I love or that. Or just mess that's with it good. the whole time. I love that. Good. Yeah. I, I'm going. I'm going with... Get I would get a, uh, uh, I would get a, I would open up a tear and there'd be a, what is the, uh, the Vuvuzelas inside? One oh, of those yeah, things yeah, they use at soccer. South Africa. <laughs> yeah, I would World grab that, one of those. Was that one of the worst all... things that's happened to sports? Probably. Yeah, yeah. It's a and, and human society. That was horrible. Yeah. I was going to say. Was that just that people. one year? Yeah. They I banned mean, them, right? I think. It was yeah, just because such a bad the entire sound. broadcast was just. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We're going, uh, next one. People singing happy birthday to you. Oh. Um, You've already wasted your Vuvuzela answer. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> summon a fleet of uh, Vuvuzelas. Um, guys, Hindenburg's just waiting for you. Just sitting there. <laughs> the only thing I can think of. I would, uh, I would open up a tear. I would put... This is, applies to the game. Now, I would open up a tear. I would get inside up to my head and then close the tear. Just so it's sort of, they have to sing happy birthday to like my floating a, decapitated head. I have an idea. <laughs> I don't know if this necessarily fits with that. I, I would scream. That kills you instantly. That's fine. I would scream. My last, <laughs> my cool last, death, my last words would be, "You have to finish the song." <laughs> and they have to sing happy birthday to just this what decapitated head on the ground. What I would do is open up a tear and invite all the infinite iterations of myself that exist in all the other universes. Invite them into that same room and make my family sing happy birthday to each one. Individually. individually. My clones, individually. That's amazing. Now Alex 2. Sing it to Alex now 2 Alex and 3. three. Bring, the fact that you guys brought up death now made me realize that the moment I die, I want there to be a tear where a bunch of like things pick me up on my body and make me dance. It's <laughs> 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 like my last final tear. It's to freak everybody out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Keith has moves. <laughs> do you want to do the last one? Final one. This is so fun. Defending the Alamo. What tear? Fuck. Which famously <laughs> happened in 1855. I mean, fuck the Alamo. Fuck the I Alamo. Mean. Can we let it go? Remem who yeah. who remember? No one remembers the Alamo. I remember the Dennis Quaid movie called The Alamo. Good God, what a futile piece of American mythology. Like, that is where, such a... Where did it happen? Uh, uh, right here in the, in the glorious state of, of Texas, outside of San Antonio, I believe. Hey, there you go. There, nice. Yeah. Um... I, do, I don't I think only, I, I only know that because less. during Spurs games, like the interstitial shots <laughs> yeah. of San Antonio is always. I'm not smart. I watch basketball. <laughs> it's always the Alamo and the Riverwalk in San Antonio. That's apparently all, all they have. I don't know because I'm guessing that Remember the Alamo also has some horrifying, you know, American violence of us killing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of so many uh, yeah, natives and people of color. If you, picked so, up a, if you picked up a real American history book, you'd be just horrified by it. Yeah. Really scary. Way. It's just it's scary. Very scary stuff. So, uh, yeah, I would, perfect do for <laughs> I would do yeah, nothing. Do nothing. I would just do let nothing. it happen. We deserve yeah. that. Does yeah. it get destroyed, or do they save it? I don't uh, even know. No, they don't. It's the Alamo like, gets taken, but then uh, America comes back and... It's a pure, what do they call it? A Pyrrhic victory. Where it's I like, maybe uh, summon more troops for the other, other side. So that when the Americans, <laughs> I mean, who who are they fighting? Uh, the Mexican army. I don't know enough about this. 
it's a, it's an ar- Alex. Right, they here, were, I would, they were fighting I would, an ar- a, I would open up a tear. I would bring Alex through, and, and I would like, force him watch to watch this. this. <laughs> I would. He's like Alex. They were fighting a league of uh, of Mexican cannibals. They were bad people. <laughs> there is actually uh, Alex is actually a history buff. In disc- he's not he's not revealing it today. But my, one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite things ever is Alex once went to Gettysburg by himself and. It was raining, and there are photos of uh, on Instagram of Alex on a Segway tour of Gettysburg <laughs> in the rain, just by himself. And it's like it's a photo yeah. set, and That's it's the awesome. most. It's the it was amazing. It's the funniest, most amazing slash like bleak and depressing. So, <laughs> so, so let me give you some. So my my pa- so it what my little sister went to Gettysburg College, and she played soccer there. And my it was a big like homecoming game. And my parents were away. They, were, they had some commitment, so they were like, we really want someone to be there. Do you think you could go down and, and yeah. support your sister? I was like, oh, my God, that'd be amazing. So they paid for me to, like, stay in a hotel. And it was the, be- it was the best because I'm a huge history buff, too. Not for the Alamo. Apparently, but for yeah. <laughs> but um, so, so, like, maybe you're not a huge I'm the worst buff, history so buff ever. Like Very selective. Selective. Just exclusively Gettysburg. It, but goes, I- <laughs> it goes Wizards, Sky City Governments, and then, Time Travel. And then Gettysburg, Gettysburg. <laughs> <laughs> but I went down there and I set up a whole bunch of of tours. Yeah. And one of them was a Segway tour, and it was the most fun I have had in a long time. I, w- I was it was pouring rain, and I had worn like like the I had my boots on and all this like rainproof <laughs> gear and a poncho. Big old poncho. And I was just with this family from Kansas. <laughs> And we just like shot the shit the entire time, and they and they were talking. The, the family were huge Civil War buffs. They knew everything about the entire war, and we, it was just going from place to place and just talking with them. And then I went and watched my sister play soccer. I didn't and- know, so I didn't know there was a family involved because in the photos you are you are I'm by very myself alone. because I was. Oh, they <laughs> took the photos. I wonder who they took the took photos. The photos. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So these are family. T- the, the, these are tears. The Kansas family is a tear. They, they yeah. just. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I was by myself. No, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. This has been tear your way out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We have one more segment that we do with everybody. Do with everybody. It's, it's our, it's our, it's last, it's our last thing before the last thing. Deepest yeah. darkest secret. It. Yeah, deepest. Yeah, darkest absolutely. Secret. That's it. That's it. Uh, we have five questions that we ask of every guest, and they're all definitely original, and none of them have been ripped we off from James Lipton's Inside the Actors. James secret. Lipton is a terrible man, horrible person. Needs to go really? away. We promote yeah. it a lot on this podcast. Yeah. Right Question one. Kiss our asses. If you could be any James. video game character, who would you be, and why? I'd be my World of Warcraft character, Galavanda, who's an undead mage. Yeah. What, what kind of mage? Ice, baby. Yeah. Digging it. No digging one's a it. Fire. You're an absolute loser if you're a fire mage. Well, that's like the classic one everybody goes to for DPS and then uh, ice mage just for PvP and stuff. So Hell yeah. Down. Hell yeah. That's what I would um, I would be the uh, boy from the formerly named Boy in His Blob. <laughs> uh, you just want that blob? The eponymous boy, yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, uh, I played this game a lot when I was a kid. It's just, it's one of these, like, surprisingly sort of dark, haunting early NES games. You and a blob, I don't know if people are aware of it, but you and a blob running around, you feed him jelly beans, he turns into things that help you get through different challenges. But it's literally just you and the blob. Yeah. I don't know where this kid comes from. Nope. I don't know if he has a family. Don't know where this blob comes from. And sad. so just the, like, the idea of just being out with your blob out in the world... I don't know. It, it was appealed to me a lot as a kid, and still appeals to me now. Now it haunts you. I, I, yeah. I love it because you could be anybody, and you're like, I choose to be a boy. Yeah, <laughs> I choose to be a boy who has a friend. Like, what video games? <laughs> <laughs> All right, question two. 
If you could get rid of one game in history, what would it be? Ooh, good question. Thank you. It could be because the fan base, because the game right. itself. It could, it could be, be petty. Anything. Somebody you hate yes. loves this game. Uh, and you, want them to you know what? I'm going to say, I don't even know the name of the game, but I know I hate everything that's doing online. It's that new, like, uh, the new... Fortnite? Fortnite. The Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. you're done with it? You're just yeah. like, I just, I feel, I feel like it's just... It's it's too much. There's a lot of bad people. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it. Like the community feels very. Um, I don't know the right word. It just rubs me the wrong way. It feels very toxic. That's that's a hard thing with gaming because there is the positive, nice side of it, and then there's the negative side. But that's why, that like, I out. like I like being because uh, I never did like any Call of Duty yeah. or even Halo. I, I didn't really do much. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that that game just feels very icky to me and I do not know why <laughs> I don't know why um, does skee-ball count as a video game <laughs> no game skee-ball you want to take skee-ball away from people I hate skee-ball so Fuck much you, so Coney Islands. <laughs> um, why no. do you hate skee-ball I know it's a video game podcast but why it's so hard to get a rhythm in skee-ball it's just like it's it's while we're at it, skiing itself. Uh, <laughs> we're getting rid of that. Ski ball is like super popular. Though. I like, know, but I don't know why. It's only because it's the only option. It's like a specific. It's very cheap. It's easy. To, it's easy for just get in and out. But there's no way to get muscle memory. I've with never it. it's very met hard. somebody play ski ball and be like, "Fuck this," and just like walk away from ski ball. <laughs> That's so funny. Is it a Look, no one will remember it's gone. Trust me. <laughs> nobody ever nobody ever is like I'm going to the arcade or the or like the boardwalk to play skee ball. It's right. always like, "Oh, they have skee ball." You know what video game I hate is when that guy tries to guess your weight. I fucking hate that. That's <laughs> such a bad. Yeah, also duck hunt. Fuck duck. Also, <laughs> also I'll, I'll get rid of duck hunt. How fucking crazy hunting. is that? That at amusement parks there's just a guy who guesses your weight. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Too much. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Oh, Number boy. 3. If you're a a video game title for your life, what would it be? Oh, gotta make one up. Doesn't exist yet. Go to Blockbuster, pick up that bad boy. Downhill skier. <laughs> is skier in quotation marks? Is it like a metaphor for not doing well? Yeah, uh, downhill, going downhill as a skier. Downhill. I'm gonna say Benevolent Wizard Sky World. <laughs> we run a company together. We run it because I feel I feel I feel like if there was a company called Benevolent Wizard Sky Sky. What did I say? World? Yeah. I'd, I'd be like, this. that's the best fucking title ever. I feel like that encompasses everything I um, my life. I, I picture really the does. review being like, could not wrangle the story in at yeah. all. <laughs> story, story really got out of, out of control quick. <laughs> story escaped him. All right. Question four. What one aspect of video game life do you wish was true in real life? Hmm. Have fun with it, boys. Ooh, have fun Ooh. with it. Video game. Are you saying like something that exists in a video game yeah, that like I wish had food on the ground? Like the stronger. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. I yeah. see. Okay. Um, I would say not. I'm. I'm sure. A com, a, probably a common answer is like regeneration. Right. But I would say not regeneration. I would say having like a power bar and knowing how much oh. you have left until Ooh. you. have never gotten that before. Okay, That's good. a very good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um. Because look, I embrace mortality. We're all gonna <laughs> fucking die. And so I, but at least if I knew how much I had left, I think I would appreciate that. You really? I would, no, I would have a fucking no, stress, that's anxiety, like, the, like yeah. I'm going to die. Nice. Like, All right, it's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that chill been, out. Just so chill. It's so chill. 
Um, He's like, guys, you can stress out all you want, but my health bar is staying full while yours is depleting right now. I mean, I mean, relax. if I really thought about it, turning 30 should be also like, oh my god, I'm gonna die well, soon. Well, yeah, we kind of do have, what, biological clock already, but yeah. like, look, I have a very specific bucket list. It would benefit me to know how much time I all have right, left. Yeah. I all would right. say cheat codes. Yeah. Yes. I'd be like, because I'm always down to just like, it, there's nothing more fun than when you've been playing a game for a while, and then you're all of a sudden like, you know what? I, is there a chico for me to like fly? Yeah, yeah. I'd be god right now. Can I be yeah. god yeah. for a second? All the money in the world if I could just enter this right now at the select screen. Yeah, it's like you know what? This would be way more fun if I just had a motorcycle I could ride around and just press like Ugh. XO 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 R R R R R one R one L one L one. Blood code. <laughs> Everybody just starts bleeding around you. Oh my god! Oh my god. Uh, question five. And again, and again, totally original. Didn't steal this. James Lipton can. This is original. Sucks. sucks. He can go the fuck away. Question five. <laughs> if heaven exists, original, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Ooh. Come here. <laughs> oh, he just kisses you. Just kisses you. Yes, that's my answer. Nice. I couldn't tell if it was like. Come here, come familial here. or romantic? Wait. It's romantic. Ooh. I it's mean, romantic. it's a little. It's romantic. It's like on the fence. You're like, ooh. <laughs> you know so when like a mo when confused. a when a mo when remember when Tom Brady kissed his kid on the lips? Yeah. Tom Brady uh, kisses his kids um, <laughs> on the one lips. Of them. Uh, like he mouth kisses them. Um, remember Which how it's just fine, a little but too also long. No, it's Tom not. Brady. He Tom Brady fucks kids. <laughs> I mean, I'm an Eagles fan. Jesse's a You guys won. I know, but still, he's 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 no good. Uh, yeah. I'm a Falcons fan. I should be the one. I've yeah, come to terms you. with it. Well, you guys are like, yeah, no, perpetual nice. losers. Yeah, okay. Oh, thank you very much. You guys are <laughs> right two here. ways with that. I'm right here. <laughs> Where are you from? He's Patriots fans Boston. from Boston. <laughs> oh my god! You know he kisses kids. <laughs> this is getting. This is getting. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I would have God kiss me a little bit too long. Nice. 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 Um, God's awkward. Great. God, <laughs> God's just as awkward as we are, guys. Yikes. Um, I would like God to say, oh, hey, have you met Pete the Pistol Maravich? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Who is that? I just love God. And God saying, should oh, know, hey. <laughs> right? Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, he should know. He, he should, should know if you've met you him. Like, he's not going to ask you anything. Have you met, have you met Pistol? <laughs> Pete How, the Pistol, pistol The Pistol Maravich? He was an amazing basketball player ahead of his time. That sure. is so uh, funny. I love and that And died too young. And I, you know, never got the chance to meet him. Nice. So, so God awesome says answer. that. And yeah, then, thank you. And then you're like, is Michael Jordan? He's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met this? Shut the fuck up, Brett. This incredibly random dude that none of, none of us have heard I of. I like to think that guy's just like a host at a party. And he's like, he's like, oh, have you met, you know, this is he's Pete. Like, he's like, I know who you would like. This obscure <laughs> basketball player. I assume God is the most patient in the world because he just could sit at dinner table and be like, it's crazy to let you all talk, even though I know what you're all going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so patient. It's so, so boring patient. to be God. Like, hey. Oh, so boring. Yeah, they don't talk about the boredom of being God. This has been Final Five. Woo! Do we have any final thoughts on Bioshock Infinite before we yes, wrap this up? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think they're making a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. And really intrigued about what it could possibly... Hey, we don't know. If I never played Bioshock 2, so I don't know how nobody they did. Nobody did. did anybody? I mean, they did, but no, but I Bioshock, it. it went Bioshock and then 2, and nobody really played it, and then Bioshock Infinite. Those are like the two games that really yeah. took off. Yeah, because yeah, I remember. I played 2, it was very repetitive of the first yeah. one. Yeah, right. Because yeah. it was like 1960 and then 1968, I think. Yeah, and it was the same it was world. Like same. It was. But I wonder what they're going to do. I wonder oh. if it's going to be like. Oh. 
Oh, what? We can't end this podcast until we talk about the fact that Elizabeth takes you back to Rapture. Oh, at the at very the end. end. That's right. That's right. That's right. The first game. This, this game. It's like in Fargo the TV series where it like you find the case of money under the. It's like all t- yeah. ties in with the yeah. movie. It's like I that lo- one I moment where that. it's like whoopah. This Odyssey and Bioshock Infinite have a bunch of moments in the games where it's like they just it pulls you out of yeah. whatever it was and brings things back from your memory and you just go. Fuck, do you know what I? So impressive. You know yeah. what I'm going to be interested to see if games start doing and maybe they do and I'm just not informed enough, but um, uh, like taking on the whole ant- doing anthologies yeah. a little bit more so it's just like a thematic sequel like yeah. they deal with very similar themes but it's a completely separate world I yeah. mean that's basically what Bioshock has been doing right uh, man god I just uh, if you're listening and you haven't played it yet we obviously spoiled a lot for you we will do at the beginning of this episode say there's a shit ton of spoilers and if you don't want to listen please go play the game yes. first before talking about this but if you listened anyways go Play, go, go play this I was game. just going to say, go I would buy this really game. go buy this Even game. if you know so everything good. we just said, the experience of it is... And, and do it with friends. Like, yeah. like, I do think that it it is like watching your favorite television show with, with yeah. your friends. And it being able to discuss it as you're kind of uncovering the world and, like, the, the extremely disturbing reality of it yeah. is... Um, it's 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 a really like it's it's fun and it's a really great like intellectual exercise I feel yes. as well. If you're gonna play this game, if you have any friends who don't play games, sit them down and lay, make them watch you play like the first 15 minutes of this yeah. game. Yeah. It'll be hooked. literally what we did, and it changed our lives forever. Ch- yes, that's Guys, awesome. Go watch it, and then just stare in Marvel for 10 minutes straight at being back in Rapture with Elizabeth and Booker DeWitt because it's a fucking trick. So our Ooh. last final thing, our final thing, the, the real final thing. thing. There's two two, two final two things. things. First off. What would you like to plug? Secondly, oh, and more importantly, way more important, where's your favorite place to eat? Doesn't have to be in LA, doesn't have to be in New York, doesn't have to be in Austin, can literally be anywhere. Any second question I first, Buca de Beppo. <laughs> <laughs> I too was going to say Buca de, de Beppo. Nothing no, better um, than We call ourselves the Buca de Boys. We, we do call ourselves the Buca de Boys. <laughs> I wish that was not true. I know. <laughs> um, in, all, in all honesty, uh, my favorite place to eat is a little cafe right outside of Philadelphia called Nudie's. Oh yeah, and it is Philadelphia, great city. Go to Nudie's in Philadelphia. Go to Nudie's in Philadelphia. Go to Nudie's in Philadelphia. Go outside, beat up something from Boston. Beat up some- <laughs> Tom Brady kisses or just his kids. somebody from anywhere. anywhere. It's Philly. Just everybody, just beat up somebody and eat at Nudie's. <laughs> um, and then the the plug, I'd like to plug the Forever Dog Podcast yeah, Network. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, we have an amazing network full yes. of yes. right now eighteen, soon to be twenty original comedy shows. They are. Really, really great stuff. It's really great, and um, I think for each one, you can you can kind of start and get lost in it. And Absolutely, they're yeah. all so they're all really great. We have amazing talent, so definitely um, check us out at foreverdogpodcasts.com. Absolutely, we got a lot of different stuff uh, all all under the sort of comedy banner though. Um, Lost Culturistas, Treks in the City. Um, Team Creep. Yeah, we had we, Kelly Nugent on our show yeah. before, so yes. you guys like yeah. Kelly. Kelly's great. Kelly and also, we have a lot of great, like, we're starting to kind of branch into the narrative world. So yes. we have some podcast, like the podcast for Laundry, Hampton High. Uh, the podcast for Laundry is all about Brett Davis, um, who is a, a, a really yeah, well-known New York comedian yeah. who um, is obsessed with laundry and invites people to talk about laundry with him, but it's really not about 
laundry at all. It's about his descent into madness. <laughs> yeah, and talking about kind of uh, experiments and narrative storytelling, that's something we're really interested in as well. I think it's something that drew us to Bioshock Infinite and something that we try to do in our own work is kind of really pushing the bounds of podcasting and yeah. trying to figure out how, how we can sort of tell different kinds of stories through this Sole, you know, exclusively audio medium. Yeah, so yeah. definitely check out the shows and uh, like us on, follow us on Twitter um, at Forever Dog Team. Like our page on Facebook and uh, yeah. yeah, listen to our stuff. Yeah. Subscribe to them, write reviews. Nice. That stuff helps. Thanks, Brett. Thank you so much um, for having us. We're not done. We're not done. Brett, I will plug. So the, I will plug. <laughs> <laughs> I will plug the same uh, thing. Obviously, that'll be a shared plug. And then, um, since we're in Texas, I would say my my favorite restaurant I've ever been to is this restaurant I just found out it closed. Oh, uh, I know. Oh. I was so heartbroken. In Austin? Uh, no, it was in El Paso, and it's called Gunther's Edelweiss. And it was huh. a... I lived in El Paso for a summer, and it was near the hotel. This was... I don't know what El Paso looks like now, but it used to be like... I'd never seen a city with without any kind of suburbs to it. El Paso is like, it's the city and then the fucking desert. Yeah, and then there's no like sort of gradual transition into the hinterland. Yeah, it's like immediate. And uh, right on the edge, literally the farthest you could go in El Paso before you hit the desert, right next to the hotel I was at, was a restaurant called Gunther's Edelweiss. Windowless from the outside, no, no way in. And then I was like, I'm gonna go here. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a death what, what could go wrong? I can see my uh, health bar is pretty depleted. <laughs> Such and a then, Brett move. Uh, and then I open up the door, and it is a fucking alpine like wonderland inside this place. Wow. They got big murals on the walls what? of like the Alps. They have like a full German menu of all like different types of um, uh, oh, the word is escaping me now. Uh, schnitzel. So yeah. all different types of schnitzels. Uh, and uh, they would have a band in there with accordions, and like it was, it in was El wild. Paso. In El Paso, <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. And it was very popular. It was full every time I went there. It was packed. So weird. Yeah. And, and visit your local. The El Paso Forest locals Cafe. loved it. Yeah. I don't know why it closed. Um, they were probably hiding a Nazi Who war. Told you that? I was gonna say they found uh, out that Gunther kisses kids. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I mean, look. Well, how'd you figure that? Did you look it up? I did because I had this weird nostalgia trip the other day. I was like, "What's going on with Gunther's Edelweiss?" And uh, <laughs> and I looked it up to sort of because I wanted to like visualize it because it was like fading from my memory. Right. And uh, on Yelp, it said permanently closed. Wow. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And go eat at this place that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> and the place that is only only one of them in outside of Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah so. No. Now they they're doing very well. They're Brett. franchising. They have they have five franchises. Ooh. Well, this, five. there are fans. It's little in Ray Phil- Kroc action. There are fans there. in Philadelphia that we have. So there are people probably like yeah, like yeah. yelling. Like, yeah. awesome. Oh yeah, awesome. and, and people awesome. in Texas probably know about El Paso, and they're like, they know. Look, if you know about Gunther's Edelweiss, contact me. Let's talk. <laughs> let's, start talk a, let's start a podcast. That's thank great. you guys so yeah, much. Thank for you for having show. us. Yeah. It's really a pleasure. Yes, thank you. It was, it was it's fun. really fun talking about this. I haven't Dude, talked about this in a long time. Right? So, so Bioshock. definitely go play the game, everybody. Go play Bioshock One, then go play Bioshock Infinite, and, and then go skip check Bioshock out, Two, and then go check out Forever Dog. Go check out Forever Dog. Go check out Nudies in Philadelphia, which is the worst fucking name. Fits in with Philadelphia pretty well. It works, though. It works. Everyone is ass naked in it. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, I just go to, like, a nudist colony brunch. How are the eggs? They're terrible. Disgusting. But everyone's, yeah, it's it's weird. It's a horrible experience. Well, anywho. Brett, Brett, Alex, Jesse, Keith. This is the new player has joined. I ruined it. No, you're great. I should do it again. Do it again. Bioshock Infinite. This is new player has joined. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Remember the Alamo Titans. Titans. Sorry, sorry remember it's Titans. Titans. <laughs> That's what. Yeah, sorry. This My, uh, been... <laughs> we got I'm... Kristen really good with that one. I'm so, I'm really so upset that I didn't get.